This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. It is a new day. Hello, family of God. The devil's a liar. And he's going to hell. Take your seats, please, family. What a wonderful day this is. God is still the same. Before COVID, mid-COVID, after COVID, God is still God. Do you believe that? I'm glad to be here all the way from the United States, from our church, Pastor Theo in San Antonio. Greets and blesses you, of course, all the time. And uh, have with me my, my most favorite wife, best wife I had in 44 years. She can just stand quickly. They can just say hi to the people. She's all masked up. That's my wife. And then Eric, Eric and his wife are here today. Stand quickly. Just say you can wave and just from, all the way from Texas. So we have a lot of Texans here today. Yes, we do. I would like to talk to you today if you'll turn your Bibles, which the Bible is a very good book to use at all times, right? Yeah, the Bible. I have it on my phone. I believe Jesus would use for the iPhone if he was here today. You know, he's, I, he says, I am that I am. So I'm, I'm sure that iPhone and iPad and iMac and I, I, I would be good because he's I am, right? Yeah. Don't you, wouldn't you agree? I'm reading from the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse Chapter 4, verse 4, that's what I'm reading from. Rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to the Lord, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When we are not anxious... And by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. In my heart and mind and walking with the Lord all the years that I have, I've come to conclusion that thankfulness and thanksgiving are a superpower. This is a Christian superpower. If you can learn and adopt a life of thankfulness and thanksgiving, you'll enter into a whole different walk with God and realm in your life. I've raised my children, and all I can tell you so many times, they would say to me, Dad, they'd say, they'd tell me all their difficulties and problems, and then I'd always stop them and tell me now, tell me not what you don't, what you don't have, tell me what you have. Let's go through what you have. Often I'll make them write it down, and they'll go through all the things that they do have and find what they're miserable about is usually one or maybe two things. And it's the way of the enemy to focus on negative things around us constant negative rather than that which we are so grateful for. If we can learn to be thankful and make a lifestyle of thankfulness, we will always have a heart of faith. But if we're negative and complaining, our faith is always under great pressure. So I love myself to thankfulness. It's very alarming to me to spend time with pastors and often find them when we go to, go to dinner or lunch, they, when we give thanks, how flippant they give thanks. For me, every single thing that I have, every meal, every home, car, clothing, everything is good gifts from above that God has assigned to me. When you are thankless and not thankful and dissatisfied and comparing yourselves, then the spirit of Ahab, which had all the vineyards so vast mountains of them he wanted one closer to home and was convinced by his wife Jezebel to kill or take 
by force, the one that was closest to him, the the only one they had. Evil comes from thanklessness. David, contrasting to Ahab, King David, he writes in Psalms, your boundaries have fallen in lovely places for me. Whatever you've given me has been wonderful and begins to thank God for it. Whatever we want and we are looking at, well, I would like to get a car. And you get a car, and now you're thankful for that, but now you only wish we had the car had a radio or a different kind of audio system. Or maybe if I could have had a little bigger, or maybe the car should be like this. And then that thankfulness you had is gone, and it's the next thing that we want. There's not a gratitude that comes from deep inside of your heart. And I tell you the truth, it creates such an atmosphere around you when you're thankful that people all around you start having a positive heart and a drawing to us. COVID has certainly been a challenge for the whole world to have, but it is my understanding that we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world and that we are to shine in darkness. And when COVID hits like darkness, that's when we are supposed to shine. I don't think Islam, I don't think Buddhism or Hare Krishna can help you. When we are the salt of the earth, we are supposed to be to the world that example and that hope. And when we are thankless or not in a habit of being grateful for what God has, sure, you can get focused on your COVID and some of the losses. We can, we can start reciting constantly the challenges we have. But if we start reciting the things that we are blessed in, it will astound you how blessed you really are. Psalm 103 says, remembering all his benefits. Remembering it. The old hymn is to sing, to name your blessings and count your blessings and name them one by one and you'll see what the Lord has done. We as a family often when we're driving we will each one pick one thing every day to be thankful about and recite what we're grateful for. It's a look quite amusing at times. It takes some of them a few minutes to think what they can be thankful about when it should come roll right off their lips as far as I'm concerned. We have so much to be grateful for and we've developed a thankful lifestyle We won't be disgruntled and always dissatisfied and something to moan and complain about because from that comes no life and no faith. We cannot be an example or light to the world if we're not grateful. And there is genuinely so much to be grateful for. I stand here today in the natural. I'm healthy. I'm alive. I got up this morning. Every morning I get up is wonderful, right? I am born again. I am absolutely assured of eternal life. I have not this hopelessness of where and what will happen to me as my clock is ticking. I know and look forward to a happy, happy, wonderful life and existence with the almighty God. I have a wife. I have children. I have a home. I have a car. I drive a wonderful car. You know, we always look at someone else's vehicle and they admire and whistle at that car, but I'm grateful I have a car that goes. It's always going and it gives me trouble. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything I get to come and minister. To me to stand here today is an enormous privilege. To be born again is a wonderful privilege, but to stand and minister to God's people, what a what I'm so undeserving of it. And deep inside of me, I'm grateful. I'm grateful every time I sit down and eat or drink a cup of tea, things we take so easily for granted. Once you have not got them, that's when you realize what you had. And so instead of being focused on the negative and whiny, complaining and frustration because you think you lost something, start counting. Start remembering all the benefits of the Lord. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14, it says, in everything, 
in everything, not for everything, but in everything give thanks, for it's the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything give thanks, be thankful. Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, when he broke the bread and fed the 5,000, he looked up to the sky and gave thanks. It was, he set the tone and the example of thanksgiving and thankfulness. And we are thankful. Boy, there's an excitement in the air, can you tell? Is this an Anglican church? What's going on here? I think I'm talking to myself here. No, ain't nobody in this place. Yeah, it's okay if you say amen or get excited because we are excited about life. We are the salt of this earth. This nation needs us to constantly to interact with them. We bring that fragrance of God. We, 2 Corinthians 2 says, we are the fragrance of life and death. We bring life to those that are being saved and death to those that are not. So we carry a fragrance. Let that fragrance be sweet and full of God. Yes, you say, you work with people that get it on your last nerve and they just don't want to serve God. They cuss. Well, God puts you where there's darkness. He didn't take light and put it where there's more light. He put you in the darkness, but you said, God, use me. I want to be used of you. Use me, oh God. And so God's using you where you might not be comfortable in your natural man. But that's how your light so shines. And right now in COVID, it is the most fantastic time to let the world see our light and our positive attitudes and our thankfulness. If you go to a restaurant, don't be ashamed and embarrassed to give thanks. Invite your waiter, waitress to pray with you. <laughs> They'll say no usually, but invite them. Uh, and let them see that you are thankful. We are grateful to the Lord. Set that tone for God in everything, giving thanks to God. And you're sitting there saying, well, that, that seems like a boring message. But I tell you, just check your own heart and see how often you do say thanks. How often you are thankful. And whether you give thanks to people or appreciation, giving thanks. God is so deserving of our thanks. He saved us and gave us a great price. Here we've had all kinds of challenges with COVID, but if God lifted his hand of grace and mercy, you'd see what it would feel like without the goodness of God. God is a good God, and we can trust him. The biggest enemy you have is fear. The fear has the enemy tries to play with us with fear and plague. And, and the, in my own estimation, the greatest issue with COVID is the management of the world and the panic and the fear because I believe that no disease should touch us. We're children of God. It's not allowed to touch us. Thank you. Somebody's here. I honestly, honestly believe that with all my heart. It's not some arrogance or religious, uh, religious attitude. I really believe that. It is our birthright. The Lord Jesus died not only for my salvation, but for my healing. He died for my health. He died for me to be free, to conquer, and to have dominance over the, these viruses and evil things. Last year, there was such a, a fight in our country, in America, for the elections. And it was, uh, people were in frantic war and concern about the elections and the Lord spoke to my heart and said how come there's so much focus of your faith and energy in, in this in the heart of the people for elections it's only four years the kings come and go and the heart of any king is in my hand but this virus attacks the entire world and you as the salt of the earth and God's agents should be defending or fighting or spiritually actively involved in crushing this because I gave you all authority. Jesus said to Peter and to his disciples, I give you the keys. You can have a Maserati, you can have the most beautiful vehicle. Without that key, it's just good to look at. You need a key to get in there. 
This building is wonderful and a great blessing to us, but when the doors are locked and there's no one to open, there's no key, you're not getting in. The key is the authority and the power. I give you the keys, Jesus said, of heaven and hell. Of heaven and hell. He's giving you complete control. There you have the keys. You can unlock the car. You can unlock the doors. You've got the keys of heaven and hell. He said, what you bind on earth, we bound in heaven. Either it's true or it's not. And so we have authority as God's people to put an end to COVID. We have, we have the power to do it. In obedience to the Lord, I do Fridays live on Facebook, live prayer at five, your time, around the world, every, wherever I am in the world, we do live prayer, and we come against that spirit of COVID every time, and we come wherever we get reports of pockets, we focus our faith and prayer on that, we are fighting the devil, he's not allowed, he says, he's not, I will not rest until it's gone, because we have authority, we are God's agents, we're God's people, and we give him thanks that he's given us authority, we give him thanks that we have the victory, we give him thanks for all that he does for us on a daily basis. This is a superpower. I promise you it will change the atmosphere around you. Whatever's heavy in your spirit, be put on the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. When you're heavy and depressed and struggling and difficulties, put on that thanksgiving. You cannot even put on praise until you put on thanksgiving. You cannot enter his courts with praise. You've got to enter it with thanksgiving. You've got to come starting into God's presence, being thankful already. It is actually so easy because he's done so much. We just take so much for granted, but we need to start giving thanks. Here we sit in this morning freely in this church today. Today, many of you, many more, and it's increasing in number. You're sitting there, you're healthy, you're not in hospital on some lung machine, you're blessed, you're thankful, you've got income. Most of you did not walk here. You came in some vehicle, you can be thankful about that. You sit next to someone you care about. If you don't care about them, please move. I'm funny, right? So, we, are, we have family. Look at us sitting here today. We're a family of God. We belong to each other. We are a family. We all serve the same God, and we, are, we have so much to be grateful for, and we need to make a constant thankful appeal to the Lord, a constant noise that the world hears us giving thanks all the time. And when someone starts becoming negative, get, change their mind and start asking them to, what they can be thankful about. It will change the atmosphere at work, wherever you are, whatever is going on in your life. It's the superpower of the spirit realm. Start entering his courts. Get into his courts. Start giving thanks. Start giving thanks. Even if you don't feel like it, but feel miserable, just start reciting what you should be grateful for. And before you know, your spirit will catch it up. Just take a discipline. It will catch it up, and you'll be just full of joy and high praise. You'll get so excited worshiping God and jumping up and down like a crazy person because you're excited. And all that's changed is your mind. The circumstance was the same when you started, but your mind's changed. You've entered into the super realm. Yeah, baby. All right, I'm watching the time. I want to prophesy. Hallelujah. So if you haven't repented of your sins, now is your, t is your time. I asked uh, the, in the different auditoriums and the different gatherings to give me a name and uh, to by the Spirit of God to pick someone so they can also include the whole family. I'll pick some of you in a moment. But I see in, in the theater, there's a theater here. What is this then? Okay, David and Pinky. 
Married couple, David and Pinky. What kind of name is Pinky? Wow, David and Pinky. <laughs> I believe God speaks by the Spirit. Do you believe that? All right, and we led by the Spirit, asking them to pray and see what God, what names they pick. David, I'm speaking to you and Pinky. David, the Lord has heard your cries about the job situation and open doors. He's opening up a brand new opportunity for you, a business. Just don't get ahead of yourself, David. Sometimes you're a little in a hurry. You need to slow it down because you get overexcited. And so the Lord cannot always tell you stuff ahead. You've got to take it slow because God has a time and a season. You've got to be led by the Spirit of God. God is with you. You're not going to move. It's not time to move yet. You need to slow it down. Give me back the name. Oh, David Pinky on top. Okay. You can move the names around like that. Make me nervous. Okay. And so, David, you're not time to move. There is another house that's waiting for you, but not yet. You need to take one step at a time. The Lord wants you to take one step, one step. One step, not ten steps. Be slower down, Pinky. The Lord is healing your body as I speak with you. He's fixing what you've asked the Lord for, and He's going to bless your household. He's going to bless your body. You're going to have the desire of your heart. Nothing will stop that. It's on its way. God has heard your cries. And in the Bev Auditorium are Amy Lee. Uh, Amy Lee, I'm assuming, is a lady. Amy Lee. <laughs> I don't think any man called Amy Lee, right? Amy Lee, God has heard your prayers about a child or someone you've been praying for consistently that your heart uh, aches for, and he's heard your prayer. God has said he sent his uh, dispatches, ministering spirits, his angels to help you. He's not going to let you down. He's got you covered. It is a supernatural, a supernatural intervention on your behalf concerning his plan with that person. No, the devil's not going to triumph over him. In fact, the Lord's also doing a great thing with your neighbors. With your neighbors, there's been some unrest and some things that have just been unpleasant. He's bringing peace. He's, he's the peacemaker. Peace. He himself is the peace. And he's going to bring peace all around you. God is with you. And he's, he's your provider. No problem with that. All right, let's pick some of the sinners inside of here. <laughs> redeemed sinners, right? Redeemed. We are sinners redeemed by the Lord, right? You're an excited bunch. Now you like the prophesying. Teaching was good, but give us prophesying. We like prophesying. All right. I see two young fellows with both with gray on gray mask. Of course, you've got, all got masks on. You're probably uh, masked one to Zorro, Zorro. But the gray shirt, two guys sitting together about 20 rows back in the middle. One's got a light mask. One's got a dark mask. Uh, <laughs> looking at me like you don't know which is you. Yeah, you found them, didn't you? They couldn't find themselves. All right. Tell me your name and your blood type and your bank account. <laughs> your uh, name, please. I'm Dean. I can't hear. Dean. Lee? Dean. That's a letter. What is your name? Dean. <laughs> D-E? Oh, Dean, like Dean Martin. You guys speak funny. How old are you, Dean? Um, 17. 17. Yes. Well, teenagers speak that way. I now understand. All right. Dean, you're very smart. Uh, God would not, does not want you to react and get frustrated about things. He's teaching you his ways, and you want things to pan out. You're not a perfectionist, but you like certain kinds of order. And it frustrates you when things don't go a certain way because you are a man of integrity, because you are a man that keeps his word. Whatever you really mean from your heart, whatever you say, you genuinely mean. And you, it frustrates you when people don't keep their word. And so you're a very loyal person by nature, and God commends you for that. And uh, you're a little bit skeptical about some spiritual things, but you can trust the Lord to lead you by His Holy Spirit. He's got you covered. And there in your own home, God's restoring to your family what is rightfully theirs. The devil tried to rob your family of their inheritance, but the Lord is, is the 
mighty one that puts a strong boundary around that and will put an end to that. Please don't get too excited. Thank you. What, is it your brother next to you? Uh, my name's Tyron. Your father? <laughs> what is your family of yours? Are you family of each other? Uh, yes. Thank you. Brothers, did you not yes. know that? Tyron, are you older or younger than... I'm older. You're older? Yes. Are you smarter? No. <laughs> Let it be according to your own faith then. Okay. So what do you do? What do you do, sir? I'm still in school. You're still in school? How old are you? 18. One year older than him, right? Yes. Okay. Well, you have a heart of a champion. Really, there's not an ounce of evil in you. When God saw, when Jesus saw Nathaniel coming walking to him, he said, look, a man without any guile. That's who you are. There's no evil in you. You've got a kind, wonderful heart. Uh, you're not a multitasker. That's the difficulty. You feel sometimes intimidated, but you can't do 10 things at the same time. And that's not how God made you. But you're very pure-hearted. And God is with you for that. You've got a blessing of land on you. God has blessed you with, with animals and land and gifting to be able to develop those things. And somehow you're involved in some sort of landscape with animals and all kinds of interesting things. It's who you, who you are. You're very kind and very loving. And you'll always be a life coach to young teenagers as you get older, as life goes on. You've got God's purpose for you to be here. You're not going to move to any other country. You're where God's put you. The roots will be down deep here, and God will bless you. You've got a good heart. So don't be in a hurry to get married. You're only going to marry one girl. Don't date 10. Just wait for the one. Thank you. Hallelujah. Nine minutes. All right. Give me more names like Mother's Room. Oh, Mother's Room. Natalie. Mother's Room. There's a Mother's Room? Where is that? You point, but I don't... Oh, other side with the glasses? Shows you how little I know about the building, right? Natalie. You're obviously there because you're a mother or just space there. Okay. Natalie. Natalie, the Lord says he's heard your cries and your fight and spiritually just get some breakthroughs. You've got some real fight inside of your little soul. You're not a, you don't give up. And you're a, you will focus. And the Lord has heard your prayers. And there's no question you're going to have victory. But you, God's ways are different to our ways. And the Lord is getting the whole family in by His Spirit. He's taking care of it. You have been extremely faithful, Natalie. And God's going to reward you for your faithfulness. In fact, this next year is going to be the one of the most memorable years of your life. That's God's promise. You have a wonderful gift and ministry in the inside of you. And God will bless your ministry. There's no question. You'll touch all walks of life, all races, all kinds of people. That, and that's what God's called you to do. All right, next person in this building, the couple, not a couple, there's two people sitting here with blue folded arms, the mask. But they're all wearing masks in this place. So easy to notice them. So, yeah. Both of you, what's your name with the blue jacket first? Uh, Francine. 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 You spoke that so beautifully, Francine. <laughs> Thank all right. You. And how old are you, Francine? I'm 22. 22. Are you married? Not yet. Are you in love? No. <laughs> Do you have a friend or a boyfriend? I have a friend. A male friend? Yeah. Does, does he know? <laughs> no. Am I embarrassing you? Are you blushing? No. Francine, you've got a lovely spirit. I want to thank you from the Lord for the choices you've made. In the last five years, you had 
every reason and opportunity to make wrong decisions and go the wrong direction. But you've decided, right, even sitting there, you're concerned about some studies or some education you feel like you haven't done or completed, and it's been bothering you because you're very responsible and you feel like you're missing out in life. It's a little slight delay. It's not a stopping. It's going to pick up again, and you will do it. You feel inadequate, but you are such an, a marvelous young lady, such a pure heart in every way. Just keep going. Don't look at your friends and compare yourself to them because you're different to them. God's hand is upon you. He's blessed you. You've made the right choices. You're on track in God's plan. He's going to bring it all together. He's got a whole different car for you lined up. He wants to show that he can provide for you in the most amazing way, and you will finish the education that's God's promise to you. What's your friend's name next to you? Mark. 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 How old are you, Mark? 14. 14. Are you brother, sister, what? Yes. Okay. What are you going to do with your life, Mark, when you grow up? Good. Grow up. I'm going to be a cricketer. Be a what? Cricketer. A cricketer? Dude, that's great. Are you going to do school too? Because education's good. It's a brain's an awful thing to waste. You can do that, right? Yes. Yeah. You've got a lot of good, wholesome Christian atmosphere surrounding you. Someone prays a lot and really serves God and influences you, correct? I'm glad. But you have your mind other places too, which is understandable for teenagers. Uh, but the Lord has got his hand upon you. You're very steady and you're very smart. What I, what I hear for the Lord saying is you, you learn something and you keep it forever. You don't learn fast, but you learn very assuredly. You don't ever forget something you've learned. And you've got strong value systems and it seems to me that if you will obey the lord you'll study something in the, in the avenue of law is what god has planned for you in cricket you can play but study you must thank you i have five minutes all right i'm gonna look far away far far away thank you jesus which means show me holy spirit and translated just thought i'd tell you that <laughs> this big fella with a blue mask and a kind of a beigey, big fella, got lots of muscles. And but yeah, the guy, they, this guy knows exactly what I pick every time. What's your name, sir? Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Are you married, Jonathan? No. Would you like to be? Not yet. <laughs> How old are you? Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. You know, we have we like yogurt. We have a, a used-by date. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, are you in this church? Yep. This is what the Lord says. You've got to leave behind you what's behind you. You come through a lot of stuff. Besides COVID, you come through a lot of stuff. And it's been things you didn't cause or make happen, but you had to suffer the consequences of it. And the Lord's saying to you that you to leave it behind you, not let it be something to determine your future because God wants to bless you. You are a man that can do business. You're smart, and he wants to give you a small holding where you can take all your junk which you're going to turn into money. You, you buy all old junk and equipment, you can fix it. You have all that inside of you, and God wants to bless that. You're not supposed to carry the whole family. You're supposed to hear from the Holy Ghost what to do, and God will bless it. You've got a very upright heart, but you're carrying way too many burdens that are not yours to carry. His yoke is easy and light, and you're supposed to cast all your cares on Him. Do you understand that? It's part of God's plan for you. A lot of burdens right now in your family. Give them to the Lord. God take care of it. And what, look for that small holding. You're going to start bringing equipment and uh, recycle some things that God's got planned for you. He's got some good business for you to do. Yes? You've been hurt by a friend that you trusted. They let you down. But if you don't forgive with all of your heart, you're going to miss out on some of the good plans God has for you. Right? Are you as strong as you look? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good deal. 
I'm glad you're confident with that. Thank you, Jesus. There's a young lady with a mask on, uh, with a black top, sitting, but looking around. I'm not sure what she's looking for. Sitting next to you. I think your mom, I think, perhaps? Next to you? Yes, just tell her, that girl right there. What's her name? Megan. Mavis? Megan. Megan, Megan. Thank you. Get the name for the recording correct. Megan, are you, uh, how old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Are you married? No. <laughs> just checking, just checking, Megan. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a photographer. A what? Photographer. A photographer. Now, Megan, you've got a strong will. I don't know if you know that. You can be stubborn, <laughs> and it's going to hurt you until you surrender it. The scripture says that we have to submit ourselves, therefore, to God, and just the devil is a whole heart of submission. Trust God, give him full control. You don't give anybody control, you want to be in control. You want to be the boss. If you can yield your life to the Lord and not have to, everything has to be explained to you and debate and argue and logic, then if you trust the Lord without having to understand those things, he's going to open up doors and bless you. You are very, very smart, and college, university is waiting for you. You have to go. It's important. You're in a hurry. You want it all to happen to fast, but if you also slow your heart down and go one season at a time, God will really bless you. Pick your friends wisely, because you've had some odd friends that have not been a good influence on you. They change your mind, and, and you come out of your room having talked to them on the phone, you're a whole different person when you've spoken to them. Not a good thing. The Bible says bad company will corrupt a good character. Don't be rude and mean. Just be, just be careful who you give a lot of your time to. It's that simple. Okay, Megan? You've got good things waiting for you. You're a very smart, very smart lady. Use that for God's glory, and you'll see how God will bless you for that. All right, I've got one more minute. Do I have one and a half minutes? Let me see here. Right here where the sinners are. More sinners. Thank you, Jesus. I've got a little lady sitting with a blue mask, black top, sitting four rows back by, what's your name? Quickly, please. Yes. Yes. Quickly give me her name for the recording. I can't hear. Somebody help me. Salima. Salina? Salima. Salima. Yes. I'm Ed. So, so Hi, Ed. uncomplicated. <laughs> I'm called Special Ed. Okay. So, are you married? Not yet. Are you getting married sometime soon? Yes. Does he know? I believe so. So, what do you do? I am, I am an administrator slash receptionist slash PA. I sell clothing, I sell cars, I do a whole lot. Okay. The Lord's knocking on your door asking you to forgive. You've been done wrong, not by one person, but by many. And it's been a hard journey for you because you keep getting disappointed because people don't do what they say. But if you have to take a decision today and to forgive them from your heart, God will open the heavens to you. Do you understand? Even in your own family, with all the jealousy and anger and the ugly things that have been said, God will heal that all if you'll just forgive from your heart. Very important. Forgiving includes complete forgiving and forgetting. There's no ever mentioning it again, and God will bless it. He's restoring to you. There's some money on its way to you in the next few days and weeks onto that's been worked a long time coming, and it just has not come. The Lord says, I'm making them release your money. It's coming to you. God's going to help you. There's also unsettled matter with some legal thing going on that God is going to fix on your behalf too. It's been dragging too long. Lord, you help her with that too. He's going to do good things for you. So this is a new day. God says, be, be encouraged. I've not forgotten about you. Amen. God bless you. I didn't hear any music, Pastor. Where's the music? 
They were going to play me out to something. It's really minus. Come, Pastor Jenny, wipe your thing. Thank you so, so much. Wow, family, wasn't that just awesome? So, so good to have Prophet Ed with us this morning. Amen. Could I ask right now, could we just have every head bowed, every eye closed? There are some people here today that God has called especially to this meeting. You are not here by accident. You are online. You are with us today for a reason. You and the other venues. You are here today because Jesus Christ died on a cross so that he could forgive all of your sins, take all of your sicknesses, that he could bless you. But there's just one thing that we need to do. We need to receive the gift from God. And so this is the time that I want to offer you this time. And if you have never received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today is your day. God is going to do an amazing thing. You will know that you have a place in heaven. So if you're not sure that you're going to heaven, this is for you as well. I'm going to ask you if you would also join us in this prayer in a few moments. Or perhaps you're here today and you say, you know what, man, just being locked down, I just feel so far from God. I just feel like my relationship with God is not what it should be. And I'd like to today just rededicate my life to the Lord. If that's you this morning, I'm going to ask you as well in a moment if you would raise your hand. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to just count to three and ask you if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you want to be sure that you have a place in heaven. If you want to, be sh- if you want to rededicate your life to the Lord today. I'm going to ask you right there where you are, right here in the auditorium, in the other venues, if you would just raise up your hand, your hand real high. If you're on live streaming, I'm going to ask you to raise up your hand as well. One, two, three. Do that right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I see your hand. I see your hand. This lady's got her hand up. I see the hand at the back there. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Family, you need to know that this is such an important time. Just keep praying for them. And if that's you this morning, if there's somebody here, there is such a fight going on because I want to tell you the devil will do everything in his power to prevent you from raising your hand this morning. Just put it up. Just put it up real high so we can see where you are. I'm going to ask every single person here today, especially those who raised your hand, if you would just say this prayer after me. Just say, Father, thank you that you sent Jesus. I know that he died on the cross for my sins. I receive you, Jesus, right now as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you that you've forgiven my sins. Thank you that I have a place in heaven. Help me to forgive all those that have hurt me. In Jesus' name, I am now born again. I am a child of God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.